We're back. That makes sense. We back Thursday, October 27th. Another episode, man to man pod. My guy D Butt live in the yes. zone down in Naptown. Sir. Circle City. Back, baby. Pretty good, man. Good Thursday. Good Thursday, as always, man. We appreciate y'all tapping in. The man to man pod. Got some Thursday night football we're going to talk about, man. Trade deadline coming up. We got some some guys moving around. Yeah. Um, Man, basketball's rolling right now. Um, we're going to tap into a little baseball, man. Well, basketball, get your opinion. Um, Baseball starting tonight, too, huh? Baseball, too. Baseball, Yeah, too. World Series. Damn, that's yeah. crazy. You don't even feel like that. I ain't heard nothing. That's the f- <laughs> you just had baseball. You the first person I heard mention that. That's wild. MLB got to do a better job, and I think people been talking about that too. Um, so yeah, man, we got we got a lot to talk about, man. How your week been going so far? Been going good, man. Been um, you know, been a busy week, but the, the season kind of been flying by already. A week starting week, shit, eight tonight, right? Damn, it used to be a halfway point. So week, Was it week eight, eight tonight. Yeah, week eight. Is that, it's not week nine, right? Nah, yeah, week it's eight. Week eight. It's week eight. Yeah, kicking off week eight with uh Tampa, Baltimore. So it's been flying by, man. It's been fun. Uh, obviously, I had Pat show yesterday. Starting with our show today, got Pat show again, and then and to the, tomorrow do the matchup thing, and then rinse, wash, repeat. Busy man, busy good, man. man. How, how your week been going? Going good, man. Been going good. You know, I had to recover from the weekend, man. Same. The, the the older you get, man, the bounce back is a little different. But um, but it's been good, man. Last night, um, little man had soccer practice, and um, the coach wasn't there, so his wife was subbing in, and I'm sitting uh-huh. on the side like, man, I gotta get up and man, give her some assist. <laughs> gotta give her some help, man. I'm, <laughs> hey, much respect to all rec league coaches, volunteering. Taking your time out in coaching and really coaching mm-hmm. like the the ages like eight and under. Yeah, because the shit number one thing is just trying to get their attention. It's the patience, man. Yeah, it's the patience, man. So again, man, shout out to all rec league coaches around the world. Yes, sir. But like I said, we're gonna get into it today, man. Another good show. Y'all put your comments. Um in the comments section. Any questions? You know we're going to tap into them, man. We're going to catch y'all on the other side. Yep. with man we got some uh did we did we talk did we talk about that uh matt ryan news yet nah so we was we were we were gone like well yeah, we, we'll we already reported on monday okay did that happened right after i think it happened after we got off on monday yeah we got so announced yeah we can um jump right into that yeah we, yeah, we, we, we gotta jump into that in nap town obviously our, our coach our, our one of our teams that we root for um, we went went and made the move for Matt Ryan. I know he was he was one of the guys that you were for sure for sure targeted. He was high on your priority list at that quarterback position. Um, a lot of people saw it as an upgrade from Carson Wentz. Uh, I wasn't as excited as other guys, um, but shit, the quarterback that I wanted ain't looking too great right now either. Um, but um, how how you feel about when this news came out? Were you shocked? Did you expect it? I know we had we kind of talked about it when when Sam Ellinger went from the number three to the number two. I remember saying like, "Hey, you know, it's it's a reason they doing that." But uh, were you shocked by this after what seven games? Yeah, I'm I'm shocked. I mean, and and where the where the Colts are sitting at? You're still three, three and one. 
um, in the division, you know, depending on how they play, you know, the rest of the season, man, they still have a shot to win um, the division. I mean, obviously, you know, the, the Titans are playing better. The Titans have beaten the Colts twice, so that's tough. But I, I was shocked by this, man. Again, we always talk about it as far as, you know, I, I, you, you paying Matt Ryan a boatload of money. I think that 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 chart came out as far as what the Colts have been paying quarterbacks oh God. these past couple of years. Um, so you you paying them a boatload of money. I know yeah, you always God. said like. I'm not going to have all my money sitting on the bench. You know what I'm saying? And then you look at the situation like, yeah, Matt Ryan's not playing the best. Um, been turning the ball over some. Um, but A lot. It, a lot. Yeah. Sacks, fumbles, yeah, yeah, interceptions, yeah. picks. I think he was at the top of the league in all those categories. Been turning the ball over. But, I mean, but then look at the, the – you got to look at the whole picture. Like, is it only Matt Ryan? You know what I mean? The the O line hasn't been what we've got a, grown accustomed to um, the, the the previous years, mm-hmm. and um, you know the the receivers are starting to play play better. Um, so again, man, it's, it's one of those situations where you got to look at the, the 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 entire picture. Again, I was shocked and surprised by this. Um, trying to Sam find Allen, this, all this contract money. Yeah, Sam Allen, he's gonna come in. He has a great opportunity. Um, yeah. And I'm I'm a I'm always for guys taking full advantage of their opportunities. And it's something that Sam Manager can do. Um and if he can get this team rolling, man, we'll see. But I was shocked by the move at this time um of the year. Yeah, seven games in. Obviously Matt Ryan got hurt too. Um I think he separated shoulder or shoulder sprain. Um, but seven games in after, you know. All the hype that we heard around Matt and training camp and from the owner, from the head coach, from the general manager, what you expect? You know, you go out and get a new quarterback, you know, you're obviously going to hype him up. But um, 37-year-old quarterback, man, pocket quarterback. And I know we've seen the Tom Brady's. We've seen Phillip Rivers still play at a high level, the older age. Drew Brees, he had a few years. Aaron Rodgers just won back-to-back MVPs in his late 30s. But that's far from the norm. <laughs> like as far from the norm, usually quarterbacks fall off a cliff at, at some point, and and it's yeah. not like he looked, you know, great in Atlanta. Um, but we needed a guy, we needed a, a smart guy that been around that can get the ball to where it needed to go. But we know, me and you as defensive players, priority number one is taking care of that ball, and for yeah. us, it's, it's taking the ball away. So um, if you're doing that at a league leading level, um, and then we got to understand something we've talked about since last year is the, that seat warming up for Frank. You know what I mean? And, and probably Chris too, but especially the head coach, you know, um, even how they finished last year and then going into this year. Um, so, you know, he's people getting into survival mode. So you start looking around like, all right, I got to make some changes. And obviously, you know, quarterbacks are judged off you know, how, how productive that offense is and that the head coach is judged off wins and losses. So if you're not helping them uh, get to a spot. And it's still a, it's still a point in the season where, to your point, they 3-3-1. Three, three, and one. So it ain't like we out of it. You right. know, uh, the Titans are a couple games ahead. They beat us twice. But Sam, maybe give us a spark. And, and first and foremost, take care of the ball, Sam. And then what Sam has that Matt doesn't, is uh, some mobility. He can move around a little bit. And this offensive line has been one of the worst in the league when it comes to protecting the quarterback. So um, hopefully I can help help the offense from that standpoint. And then we got JT back too. We got Taylor back. He he should be healthy. So we should be feeding him early and often and trying to make it, um, you know, as easy as possible on this young quarterback. Because there's going to be some growing pains. Um, The defense has been playing uh, well, in my opinion. Um, So they've been holding up their end of the bargain. Uh, and hopefully this this move can can give us some type of spark, man. Because every you look around the league, it's probably only four or five teams who you can look at and say, all right, they playing some good football right now, week in and week out. Everybody else still trying to figure it out. So shit, hopefully we, we we figure it out as well. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, at this, so what would you give coach <clears throat> right now at this point of the season? That like you said, send three, three and one. Mm-hmm. Um. Very inconsistent. 
Um, you, they show flashes um, throughout the games. Like, what, what would you give the coach right now? Again, week week seven. Um, I don't know what you would call this half, you know, halfway point, close to halfway yeah, point. Yeah, we almost you're almost at the halfway oh, mark. Yeah. Like what 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 kind of grade? Like is it average, below average? Um uh, probably like a probably is you gotta go C. I say C minus. C minus C minus and, and, and only because you know that grade is on the grade scale of everybody else. You know what I mean? And like I said, the rest of the league is so many people in that middle of the pack. That that that's just even the two teams we got playing tonight. You know the the the, the Bucks and the Ravens. These are yeah. two teams who were favored to win their division coming into the year. Um, the Bucks, uh, what well, they they just got blown out twenty one to three against the Panthers, who just traded away their best offensive player. The Ravens they barely squeaked by the Browns, so everybody kind of bumped up. So if you're looking around the entire landscape, I give them about a C minus. Maybe a D, like like a seventy. They right there. You get one bad assignment, yo ass is getting a D. Right. Um, but the expectations were high. Uh, you know, were somewhat high for the coach because you looked at them on paper. Okay, we got a new quarterback. We got um, who most a lot of people coming into this year would say the best running back in the game. You know, first overall pick in fantasy, shit like that. Now we had a young wide receiver room, and then you looked at the O line, one of the highest paid O line too. So, like, when you're paying that money, you got to get those results. And then defensively, we know what everybody expects us to be, too. So, our expectations were high for them, and they haven't met them. But I'll say a C-minus right now uh, going into week um, going into week eight. And then we got, you know, Washington Commanders, who are also dealing with their own shit. They got a backup quarterback playing as well. Um but it's a very winnable game, I feel like, for our coach to kind of, you know, get this. They're not at the halfway point yet, but I guess this will be the last game until they get there. So, got a good opportunity still ahead of us. Frank said they're not, you know, tanking. He's not in a position to have a team oh, tank because yeah, no, <laughs> he'll be yeah. right out there, you know what I mean, with, 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 the, with the team. So, um, you know, I expect the guys to come out, come out and fight this Sunday. So, Sam, is this his – this is his audition, right? So Damn right. It's his audition. He plays well. He's the quarterback next season. Ah. It's, that's my question. So he's he's auditioning. So I'm thinking if he if he plays this season out and he plays well, is he the quarterback of the future? Is he is he the guy that we're gonna run with, or is this a situation where okay, Matt he's an older quarterback. You know he's on the other side of the mountain as far as um, his career, or is this a situation where the coach next year looking for another quarterback? Is it draft? Unfortunately, I feel like I feel like we're gonna be right back in the same boat. I feel like that quarterback carousel is gonna continue, and um, you know, but you never know. You know, guys get their opportunity, and, and uh, we don't have too many examples of it, but there have definitely been a- examples where, you know, a mid or late round pick comes in, gets his opportunity, and then don't look back. Um, nah, Sam could be that guy. You know, he played big time football at Texas, um, and he's played well, you know, in preseason in little spots. And now he's getting his opportunity. And, you know, you know, as we don't have a book on him. Nobody knows, you know, what, what's he good at, what's he bad at. And once again, he has that mobility on the side too. Um, but if I had to place a bet, I would say that we have a different starting quarterback opening week one next That's season. It. I don't know if that happens in free agency, a trade, and the draft. I don't know how where that happens, but that would be my guess. What about uh, – and, and I don't want to put any bad. We always <clears> put good energy, good juju, rooting for guys. So I'm definitely rooting for Sam. Um, and it's on him to write that book. But um, if I had to place my bet, that's where I would go with it. What about you? <clears throat> I don't know. I think it depends strictly on how Sam plays, man. I actually think if he plays well, I think you still draft a quarterback. But you know, he could be, he could be that guy. Because again, like we, we, it's the start of week eight, right? So they yep. have nine games left. Mm-hmm. Like those nine games, man, could tell. It could, it could show a lot. It could, it could say a lot. Like the coach could come out here and and run, win six. 
seven of these last nine games, right? Uh huh. Sitting ten, you know, ten wins, right? Schedule real quick. You know what I'm saying? And and Sam is out there playing really, really good ball. You know what I mean? He's, you know, good, great timing with the receivers. Defense coming back. You know, defense coming out there playing better ball. Um, to your point earlier, I feel like the defense is playing good, but the team could just look different in, in, in four or five weeks, six weeks. But do you realistically see Frank Wright, if I, if saying, so they come out, let's say 10 win, 10, 11 games, we would assume that he keeps his job. So we'll see Frank Wright and Chris Ballard hitching their wagon to Sam Ellinger if he plays, you know, above average going I forward. I mean, again, <clears throat> Again, I think you you evaluate what, what you're going to evaluate as far as quarterbacks in the draft, quarterbacks in the in the in the um in free agency. Obviously, that's what your job. That's what you got to do as a GM, as a head coach. Um, but I I could potentially see a scenario where hey, we bring in possibly a you know draft a quarterback and mm-hmm. Sam could potentially be the starter week one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a possibility. He got, he like I said, he got to write that book. He got to write that story. I'm sure he's betting on him, betting on himself as he should. Upcoming as he should. And our upcoming schedule right now, we got the Commanders this Sunday. Winnable. Then we, then we on the road the Patriots. That's a winnable game. Winnable. Then we on the road the Raiders. Another winnable game. Then we got the Eagles at home. That's tough one. That's a tough one. I'll put an L on there. I'm just keeping it buck. I'll put an L on that one. Pittsburgh. That's another another winnable game. At the Cowboys. That's Assuming Dak one. Prescott. You know, so let's say that's another L. Yeah, so that they four and two. And then we got a bye week. Week 14 bye week. So late bye week, kind of see, you know, where Sam at, recalibrate, you know, with the boo. And then we on the road at the Vikings. Hey, look, that's a winnable game. It's a tough one, but I'm 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 gonna put an L on that. I'll be the I'll be the negative guy. I'll put an L on okay. that. Then okay. we got charges at home. That's winnable right there. Y'all it's winnable. That's winnable. That's winnable. Right that's winnable. I I give you that. Then we at the Giants. Winnable game. Giants tough, tough. They're tough out. They six and one right now, but I, I'm gonna say winnable. And then we got the Texans. So and that's another man, winnable game. You know, so, yeah, it ain't the it ain't the toughest it ain't the toughest schedule in the world. I could see five wins, like five to six wins, possibly. Yeah. I like your I like your positive, upbeat mindset and attitude. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Like we're gonna put that good juju out there. We're gonna keep it a buck here too. But I, I see a, a possibility of five to six wins. Um, they got to come out and play great ball. And with those five to six wins, if Sam plays lights out, that's a conversation that you have to have as an organization where, because again, it's like we go out there. I mean, I, I think you're going to bring another quarterback in regardless, regardless of what happens, you're going to have to bring another quarterback in um, via draft, free agency. Agreed, yep. you, you're going to bring another quarterback in, but number four, Again, he's betting on himself. He plays well. He plays lights out. I can see him as a starter next yes, next year. Sir. Let's go. Good good luck, Sam. Rooting rooting for you, man. Rooting for you. Our coats. Our coats. Our coats. Did you um? Do we have anything in for that uh that Russell Wilson story? I forgot. Just they just popped back in my oh, head. Hey, oh, please, yo. <laughs> Please get that, get that. That just popped back in my head. Playing for four hours, bro. Days for sleeping. Four hours, four out of the eight-hour trip. We both taking that that uh, that London flight. Um, and they do, you know, until you try to stay up, you know. So you get over there, you you get on their schedule, whatnot. But him coming out and, and just, you know, I heard the story, but then actually seeing him in the pressure talk about it. Man, this dude, and, and you know, hey man, I think he trolling y'all, yo. I, I, I'm with you. It's hard not to think that he's trolling with, because it's like 
I don't know, bro. It, it, it's like he's trying to be. He's trying to. He's trolling. He got to be trolling. I'm with you. Trolling, I'm with yeah. you. He, he, cause he, he, he's smart, man. He's smart, and we know it's, it's, it's. That's, that's what I'm. That's what I'm leaning on, D. But, yo, man, I, I, and it, you know, everything is worse when you losing. Right, it don't matter what you do. Like, that that losing just put an extra stank on everything. Aaron Rodgers, whatever he say when they lose, it's gonna be bad. Tom Brady, he lose. Oh man, you should never left home. You should stay home with your family. Russell Wilson, now you know everything that he's been. Now that he's losing, now it's a it's a it's a brighter light on that. Like hold on, this dude here, but but man, four hours hot in up and down the aisles. Um, got to get right, bro. You talk, you talk about everybody else was asleep. What was your uh, What was your first initial thoughts on that when you saw that story? And I don't know if you saw the uh, <laughs> the presser or not. I didn't see the presser, but I definitely saw the story. Um, oh man! Again, like you said, we we've all taken that trip. Um, I mean, I didn't I didn't believe it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't, but and that's just you didn't me. believe it. Nah, I didn't. Like four hours, you believe four, that on a plane. Bruh, it's the same dude that rehab for 19 hours when he hurt his finger. Again, I, I didn't believe it, you know what I'm saying? But if if he if he did, you know what I'm saying? Like kudos to him, man. I, I salute I salute Russell, man, but it's hard to work out in the crib or in the gym for 4 hours, let alone in a, on a plane in a little you don't got really you don't got much much space on a, on a plane, you know what I mean? It's the so, Waltons, man. We want to know what type of plane the Waltons had them on now. True indeed. You know I mean? True indeed. You know, high knee, doing the karaoke. Knee and motherfuckers here, sleeping in the Irish. <laughs> Come on, bros. Come on, man. I honestly think he, he might be trolling us, man. We had that, we had that point where... It's like you can't continue. Well, me at least, I can't just continue to take what I'm seeing for face value. Like I feel like it got to be something more to it at this point. I got it. Got to be Russ. What, what, what's going to be on the other side? What, what, what's on the other side of it? I, I don't know, bro. I, I I ain't that smart to figure it out. Maybe Russ is just smarter than us all and got something. But he like it's just I can't. There's no way I can just look at at at, at what he's. <laughs> Hold on, we're about to go and throw the video up, bro. Yo, oh man, Missed I don't up. really get jet lag. Was eight hours flight here? That's the first two hours I was watching the film, and then for the next four hours I was doing treatment on the plane. I was walking up and down the aisles. Everybody was knocked out. I was doing high knees and working on my legs and everything else. You know, make sure I'm ready to rock. Uh, I fell asleep for one hour. As I said, man, you know, I you know, I ain't gonna call the man corny or all the other stuff that people be going at. You know, he is who he is. But man, I just be trying I feel like he be he's trying to be like the quarterback that like we saw growing up and like saved by the bell or something, like the guy with the letterman jacket, dated the cheerleader. Like I feel like that's what Russ is like trying to put on or something, man. But it's just I don't know. I, don't I mean know, I want him to start winning games again though. I mean, I, I mean for sure that you know what I mean. But again, like who, who, who's to know? I mean, the guys on the plane and Russ. I just want some video to come out of Russ actually on the plane. Doing if if I just give me just give me an eight second clip, but just Russ just high knee down the aisle. Four hours. I mean, and hold on. So I'm gonna give me. I'm giving guys the benefit of the doubt today, right? So when he said four hours, right? So he <laughs> the high knee part, he just said, you know, I was high, I was doing high knees. That probably was like for for like ten minutes. But the the other three hours and fifty minutes, he was probably sitting down doing some type of treatment. Those, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I think. Probably kind of, we probably taking it out of context where it was like four hours. He was up one hour and he was walking and he was doing high knees. I mean, that's what he, that's what he told us, bro. Yeah, he did. I'm, he said, I, I, you know, I watched I two hours of film and cut up, which very believable. 
very believable. Watched two hours of film. He cut up. He said once he was it was that that clip was a little shorter than what I saw, but he said two hours, um, film, four hours of um treatment on the plane and he he made sure he mentioned like everybody else was knocked out you know other guys are knocked out I was getting my four hours in and then after that he said he watched some more film and then he said he slept for an hour um and the crazy thing about it is if Russ is six and one right now five and two then it's no, like oh you know yeah you laugh at it, it's coming but you keep moving on but like and then subway commercials coming out so when all that shit is happening you lose the same thing with Baker Mayfield he had all those commercials, and that's good. It was cool when it was winning. Browns getting to the playoffs, but then once he stanked it up, cats leaving. And I was like, "Oh man, you too many commercials. This, that, and the third. So, you know, it, it ain't no winning with losing. So, get that steak off this weekend. They they got um who they got? They got the Jaguars out in London. Uh, Dan Orlowski, my guy, be calling the game. I think I believe him and Lewis Riddick. They'll be on ESPN Plus. So, hopefully, the Broncos get it turned around, man. For, for, for Russ's, I mean, shit. I was about to say for Russ's sake. Russ, Russ ain't tripping. Russ ain't tripping. Russ tripping, man. I know he nah, got Russ, Russ, Russ ain't tripping. Russ got 160 guarantee. He's still tripping, though. He can't, can't. Especially with Gino and Seattle balling and Seattle. Like, he, he tripping. Gino cooking. Shout out to Gino, man. Cooking, man. Tonight's game. Tonight's game. We got the, um, who we got? We got the the Ravens, the Baltimore the Ravens, yeah, at the Tampa Bay Bucks. Ravens coming off a close divisional win over the Cleveland, the struggling Cleveland Browns, and then uh, the Bucks are coming off an embarrassing blowout loss to the Carolina Panthers. My guy PJ Walker betting on himself. Another guy betting on himself. Um, twenty-one to three though. Bucks losing now. They got Thursday night football, short week at home. Tom Brady, you know, somebody who's been in the headlines since before the seasons. Obviously, his personal life, we've talked about um, his football. And his football, he ain't been playing good football. You know, obviously missed some time in training camp. Missed some time a couple weeks ago for the wedding. You know me, I'm giving them passes for it. But now, once again, you start losing shit. Start looking stank on Sunday. Now you put a magnifying, a magnifying glass on everything, man. But uh, defense has been t- terrible as well. What's your thoughts on this game, man? I got Baltimore winning, man. Um, Damn, no hesitation. Yeah, man. I on got the road. Baltimore. On the road. I got Baltimore winning. Um, the Bucs just don't look the same. Um, I, I thought they were <clears throat> going to be one of those teams that we, you know, talking about, you know, Tom Brady coming back, you know, defense, um, playing well. You know, they added Julio Jones to the roster. Um, but Bucks, man, they just not they not looking good. Not looking good. Uh, I know they playing at home. Like you said, you was giving Tom Brady the GOAT, the passes. Um, but I got Lamar and the Ravens, man, on the road getting getting the job done. Yeah. Everybody, I feel like everybody I talk to is going to Ravens. Uh, Bucks are banged up, too. Missing, uh, I think, Winfield's going to be out. Carlton Davis is going to be out. Um, Sean Murphy Bunting, he hasn't been playing as much, but he's going to be out. So, it'll be, you have some backups out there playing on the edge. But, you know, I think the Ravens threw it like 15, 16 times last week, something like that. Um, so, since everybody going to Ravens, I'm going to Bucks. Don't do it. I'm doing it, man. I'm going to Bucks, man. Uh, Don't do it. it, it embarrassing performance last week, but there were opportunities there. Mike Evans dropped the 60-yard ball right in his – I mean, it would have just been a walk-in touchdown. So, I think I think they tighten up, man. And once again, giving Tom Brady the benefit of the doubt that they figured out Todd Bowles, hey. figures it out on defense, puts together a good plan for Lamar. And um, the Bucks get a win at home. I always lean towards the home teams on these short week games. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go Bucks, man. What do they get? Are they favored by a point and a half? Am I seeing that right? Yeah, the Bucks are favored by a point and a half. The, I believe uh, this line switched. I think the, the Ravens were favored. Over and under for tonight's game is forty-five and a half. 
Mm, where you at with that? We had a lot of unders in uh, Monday night. They they went to over the Bears uh Bears Patriots. What's your feeling on this? I, I I'm gonna go over that. Forty five. Forty five and a half. I, I for some reason I want to go under here. I, I mean, not a bad bet. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go twenty seven, twenty four bucks. That's that's my thought right there. So that's over. Okay, we're gonna see. You spoke on you spoke on Mike Evans. Um, had a little little situation. Mike Evans and the refs. Um, I'm gonna put the video up here for y'all real quick for the people that did see it. Autograph, that's what I see. Um, <laughs> shout out to uh, that's Sheena, uh, Sheena Quick, a friend of Pat, Pat Show. Actually, I've been on Pat Show a few times doing her investigative work in the tunnel. But uh, now they, yeah, the NFL came out and said, I believe the refs at first said they weren't gonna speak on it, but then they came out, it a story came out basically saying Texas AM grad. Uh, was getting Mike Evans' number for like golf lessons or some shit like that, or golf events, something along those lines. And it wasn't an autograph, but uh, I obviously go actually. <laughs> number one, how you feel? Your face has already answered that question. And number two, have you ever seen anything like this either with one of your teammates, opponents, or has a ref ever approached Antoine Bethea in a tunnel? Uh, for an autograph after a game. Nah, a ref never. Or for, or for your number. The ref has never approached me for my autograph or my number, and I've never seen anything like Same. that. Anything Same. like that. And I've, I feel as though I've played with some – see, i played with some Hall of Famers. You know what I'm saying? Like – um, and, I, and I've never seen that. And it's just – it's odd – because Texas A&M, you know, big time, you know, boosters, alum, or whatever. I felt mm -hmm. as though <clears throat> as a ref and a player, I feel like you could have gotten in contact with Mike Evans in other ways. But I'm – all right, now let me play devil's advocate. Yeah. I mean, it looks that looked bad too, though. But I'm saying – let's say he went another avenue to get in contact with Mike Evans. It's a ref getting in contact with a player – that's the it, it, either any way you look at it is not, not in the tunnel look. after a game, D bro. <laughs> like, I, I can understand. I feel you. I you can know you're old school, man. Hey, let me, you know, write your number down on a napkin type. You know, it ain't like a hey, text, DM, or Instagram. Like, that's us. Old head, he probably 50 years old. Hey, yeah, me, I got a napkin right here. Yeah, let me write my get your number so I can contact that's, that's, you. That's 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 rough. That's a bad look right there. That's a bad yeah, that, look. That's that's, I, that's I agree with you. I, I agree with you. Terrible, a terrible look. But do you think the ref had enough balls to after a 21 to 3 blowout in a game where you know it ain't like this just a sorry ass team going out there just getting blown out and this, you know, it's just another blowout on a resume. Like this it was 13 point favorites in this game, get blown out. You think he still had a ball? Hey Mike, man, let me get your autograph real quick. Like that, that I, I when I saw it, I'm like, it's it's no way, it's no way. And then the other I, ref was kind of in on it too, like, oh yeah, yeah. He grabbed his man, like, hey, 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 give me, a, give me a pen and paper. <laughs> so now, I, I, I honestly don't think. I hope it wasn't like an autograph. I hope it was a situation like, hey, hey, Mike, I'm having this event, man. I would love for you to teach. I hope it's like that, but that story don't even sound believable. Like you gonna, you gonna ask Mike Evans for the Mike Evans nights like that. On the on the um on hey, the yeah. I, I don't know man um and it was even more weird that you know Mike because Mike it, it like it was it happened there and then it was a little more like a, a few steps later in the tunnel too so and I, you saw the players and the, the the trainers and the other coaches like kind of looking like what's going on like hey because that that was very when I saw it I'm like that's very odd right yeah. it's so odd that. You know, it just don't make sense. But um, I don't know, man. That, that's the story they put out. That's the story they're sticking to. 
Obviously, the NFL said, hey, you know, they put out the rules as far as referees, and I'm sure they sent the memo out to the referees like, hey, you can't be having this shit. Don't let this shit happen again. Uh, but yeah, that was that was that was definitely an interesting video. Yeah, yeah. That's that's crazy. It's crazy, man. Um, as we know, talking ball, um, the NFL trade line is approaching. Um mm-hmm. already had some some moves early. Well, I think what this was last week. We had C Mac. Uh, yeah, C Mac. Then yesterday we had Robert Quinn um from the Coming Bears the Eagles. Robert Quinn um had a hell of a year last year. Mm-hmm. Um, slow start this year, but him. Him going to the Eagles is a great addition. Um, with what all they already have over there on that defense and on that D line, he's going to be afforded so many one-on-one opportunities. That's yeah. crazy, and and the rotation is going to be key. Like be able to the guys to stay fresh. You know what I'm saying? They they picked up a sign Reddick this um mm-hmm. this offseason, another edge rusher. So. This was a, another great move, man, by by the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, Howie Roseman, man, he ain't he ain't playing at all. He is playing zero games. They're they're chasing a, a championship this year, obviously, and trying to build a dynasty, you know, going forward. You know, trading for AJ Brown and paying him, um, Chauncey Gardner Johnson, trading for him, trade for James Bradbury, uh, traded for Darius Slay, like breed, like you are bringing in like top flight weapons, and then this Robert Quinn move. Um, you know, he's definitely not having the year he had last year and, you know, probably not a top flight edge rusher again, but you bring a guy in and give him, you know, 15 snaps, 12, 15 snaps. Like you don't get his 12, 15 best reps in that game and probably going to be in passing situations. So I'm sure that has some type of, uh, NASCAR type, uh, pass rusher set. And then you got those athletic, um, Rangy DBs on the back end, man. It, it, this Eagles team, they're making some – they were my pick to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. Uh, to Tone Gaines' point, still got six picks in next year's draft. Still got a rookie on his quarterback deal who – not a rookie, I'm sorry. A young quarterback on his rookie deal in Jalen Hurts who is, I think, just scratching the surface on his potential. He are in the yeah. MVP conversation right now, so – all signs of are, are pointing up for this Philadelphia Eagles team, man. This is just another another good move before the deadline. No doubt, no doubt. And then um another move, Robinson from the Jags to the Jets. Yep, yep. You know, um Jets um losing out on one of their young young stars, probably the mm-hmm. best best offensive weapon um on the team towards ACL. Um, but to bring Robinson in, I think that's another good move um, for the Jets as well. What you think about that move? Nah, good move, like you said. And obviously, uh, the Jags, you know, they got they had two good running backs with Robinson, Travis Etienne, young young Etienne. Um, so they felt like they could afford to move on and, and, and get some more picks. And then uh, you mentioned Brees Hall. He was man, he was oh. looking like he was going to be offensive rookie of the year with the type of year he was having up in New York. Yeah. So they lose him. They lose uh, Vera Tucker on the O line, which are tough, you know, tough blows to that offense because um, they they need as good a run game as they can get right now with Zach Wilson still figuring out. Because Zach Wilson, you know, they're winning games, but when you watch him on tape, like he's not looking like you know you would want your quarterback to look going into Week Eight as far as going through progressions, making confident, accurate throws. Um, he's all right from a clean pocket, but as we know in this league, like you're not getting if you're throwing the ball 25 30 times, you may get a clean pocket seven, eight times. So, um, got to figure some things out with him, or it could get ugly there. But that defense is playing well, and you bring over a top flight running back like James Robinson, and our guy Michael Carter is still there, and um, got another back there too. They're gonna have to lean heavily on that run game and it's running defense. That's that's the recipe for the Jets right now. That's a that's a great recipe to have. Shit. <laughs> As he, uh, uh, right the now, team, the team shit, the teams that we're gonna see. I ain't gonna say that. I'm about to lie. 
Uh, but majority of the teams, if you go <laughs> couple win, of them quarterbacks jump, jump, jump. Yeah, if you go, but if you're gonna win in January and in February, those are two things that you gotta have. Though you gotta have a defense and you gotta have a run game. Got to. That's yeah. old school. Old school ball. That's old, old school. What's your um? You think I know the boys got blown out by the Chiefs after uh, the 49ers traded for Christian McCaffrey. But you think they figured it out? They make a run? They make a – Who, the Niners? Uh, yeah, the Niners, man, with Jimmy G and uh, and Cole. Obviously, you bring over C-Mac. You um, know what, what he can be. They, they'll win some games, but, you know, we talked about it. NFC right now, man. I got, I got the Eagles. I got the Giants, I got the Vikings, and the Cowboys. Eagles, my Giants, top Vikings, Cowboys. Those, those my top four in the NFC right now. I think I think C Mac that addition with you know with, with Shanahan and like you said, you got George Kittle, you got Juice, man, you got Debo. So they definitely gonna do some creative things over there. You got some playmakers. Um, you only got one ball, and then Jimmy G has to be. Got to play consistent. You know, one game he looks like, oh, man, like you could really mm-hmm. have something with this guy. Then he'll have two games where you'd be like, man, what the hell? You know <laughs> what I mean? So, again, like you can't just. The Jimmy G experience. Games. Yeah, like you, and you just can't win games by, by throwing a screen and letting your guys rock. Like at some point, your quarterback will have to. And he's done it. He's done it in the past. I'm not going to say he hasn't done it, but he has to do it on a more consistent basis. For me to be like, oh, the Niners are going to be be this defense. Miko mm-hmm. Ryan's has got them balling. You know what I mean? Um, but Jimmy G, man, your guy, he just got to be more consistent for me. Yeah, got to be a lot more consistent. But uh, they got all the other pieces. I hate that they lost Emmanuel Mosley out there corner. Yeah, he was having such a good year. But uh, they they got the pieces. They got the the, the play call on the defense side of the ball. And um, it's, it's comes down to Jimmy G. You know he done been to the championship, NFC championship. He done been to the Super Bowl, um, and 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 NFL this year. Yeah, he looked horrible last week, or he made some bonehead decisions, plays. He can come out and go thirty-one for thirty-five and throw for two hundred ninety yards this week. That's just how this year has been going all around. So we shall see. But you better figure it out, Tim, because you are uh, this is this is this is a contract year for you too. Yeah, it is. <laughs> It is, it is. So, shit, we'll be holding that clipboard next year if you keep acting up. Be somewhere, man. Man, might um, be an indie shit. Who knows? Yeah, hold off on that. Um, we've been, we was, we always had this conversation, man. As far as I always, well, I say, every team need a dome. The building Titans, man, they get new stadium renderings, man. Um. The Bills and Titans Jones look tough. Yeah. Bills, man, they still going to be outdoors. We're going to use this shit to our advantage. But that that looks nice. And, yeah, beautiful, man. And the Titans, they're going to be – it's going to be a dome or retractable roof or are they outside too? Um, I think Tennessee may be – I think it's retractable. That look real nice right that there. That look good, too. It's a lot of money out here. Hey, it's a lot of money out here. Yeah, that's – yeah, that's – is that – it look like a roof. Look like a roof it, there. All right. Retractable eye, right, Tennessee. But, yeah, it, this is one step closer to, to AB's goal. It's another team, I believe, the, the, the Bears. That's another one that's going to have a dome, right? Hey man, I, I gotta say, man, <laughs> don't get that retractable roof, man. Get that grass in there, man. We 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 playing with the house's money right now. Hey, I'm with you on the grass for sure. One thousand percent grass everywhere. Don't not so much. I can respect not it. so much, but man, hey, you know what? I, I could feel totally different because there's been a couple games where you're looking at the weather and it's like, man, right. As a viewer, um, you know, as somebody who probably down the line is going to start attending more of these games in person, uh, you know, I don't want to have to just cut that schedule off in October. Like, I right, after that, it's a wrap. I ain't going here, 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 and here. Deep so, butt. Uh, 
I may continue to get soft. As a player, what was what was one of the first things that what, what were two three two things that you did when the schedule came out? Uh, and for what reason? <laughs> uh, when's the bye week? Number one, you know, when's our bye week? We got yeah. a late one, we got an early one, we got a perfect one. Where we where we where we play after after Halloween? Okay, you know where, where you know where, wow. where, where we play? What what wow. stadiums do we got to go to? Green Bay late. We okay. got to go to Chicago late. Okay. Uh, Buffalo. Okay. So I feel you know I feel yeah, you. I you ain't want to play in that shit. Bad weather games, man. The snow game. I ain't, mind playing, I ain't mind playing the snow. I ain't mind playing the snow. You did not. You you didn't mind, but you didn't want to. The cold I ain't mind rain. playing in the rain. I didn't mind playing in the cold. I didn't mind. Cold I didn't rain. mind playing in the elements. Cold. But if rain, I had to, I, had I would not. That's the one I hated. That cold rain that just sit on you. It just rain. It just stick on you like that. Warm rain. I don't. I don't mind that. That's a little fun too. But cold rain. Y'all had it. So I feel you. I feel you. Makes sense. Wind. Crazy winds. That's an offensive thing. Yeah. But I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Um, some exciting news on. What we got? What we got? Yeah. Jackson, Jackson State is going to host ESPN's college game day for the first time. Um, obviously, I got Pat um, on ESPN college game day. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to. I'm not sure as far as history, but is this the first time a, a HBCU has hosted ESPN College Game Day? Mm, that would be uh, it's a good question, man. It's Pat, but uh, I know I haven't seen it. I, I haven't seen it, and I know it's a lot of schools who are getting it for the first time. I think uh, Appalachian State. We've obviously had some big games, big wins. I think they got it for the first time this year. Um, Oregon maybe have got it. For, I don't know. Don't get me the line. But uh, if it is, and even if it isn't, this is huge, man. This is huge for, for Jackson State. Obviously, what Dion's been doing with that program, uh, drawing, drawing more eyes, more attention um, to HBCU programs as a whole. But um, Jackson State, for sure. So this would be big, man. It would be big for, for his squad and, and Southern squad. And then his son, too, who a lot of people saying shit could be in the Heisman conversation. His numbers have been uh, great all year. So I'm excited to see it, man. I'll definitely be tapped in like I am every weekend to to college game day, uh, Pat and the guys out there. But being out there. And I'm also I'm also interested because, you know, Pat always does something. He always does something in whatever campus he's on, whatever, you know, they got going on. He always, you know, does his homework and gets involved in something. So I'm interested to see how he gets involved with uh on, on that Jackson State campus. But it's going to be dope, man. I'm looking forward to it. Hey, I, I can't wait, man. And and Dion's come – he's come out and said, hey, man, like, even though it's on our campus, I'm, I'm calling all Southern alumni. I'm calling for their band. Oh, that's all? Okay. I'm, I'm calling for the cheerleaders to really come out so the people can really understand what the HBCU – Yeah experience looks like you know what i mean it's not many times that, that we we're we're afforded this opportunity for people to really understand like hey it's a, it's a it's a culture and atmosphere in hbcu college football um yeah so, you know and to your point what 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 coach prime has been doing first at jackson state and then what he's been able to bring um you know the exposure uh and mm-hmm. the visibility um back to HBCU because uh, we, we've had that. You know what I mean? I'm not going to sit and say, like, we, 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 we've we never have had that at the HBCU. But what what Coach Prime is doing, man, is, is, is commendable, man. And I, Absolutely. I hope everybody I hope, I hope everybody taps into this, man, because I think it's going to be it's going to be dope, man, with the bands. Um, obviously, you out there, you grilling you down south in Mississippi, man. So uh, to your point, man, I'm excited how Pat's going in court. What's the um... – What's the name of Jackson State's band? The uh number the hundred? Nah, it's the um shit. What's oh, the damn I'm having brain force. Um 
Let's see. Anybody got in the chat? I want to say it's not the Sonic. Is it? Are they the Sonic? The boom? Sonic Boom of the South. Yeah, that's what I said. It's Sonic Ooh, Boom. The Sonic yeah. Boom of the South is the marching band of Jackson State University, located in Jackson, Mississippi. It's gonna be hard, man. Like you said, this is uh the attention and notoriety coming back to the to the HBCU programs, man. Because there was a time where that's where all the that's where all the top dogs was going to school at. And a lot of Hall of Famers, I want to say, with Jackson State. They got like uh, Walter Payton, right? Walter Payton, Jackie Slater. Few, they yeah, they like got dogs. Dogs out there, man. So, I mean, I'm excited for game day, taking the trip out there for the first time. That'll be big, man. Saturday morning, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Make sure y'all tap in. Second time. Wait, what? Oh, okay. okay. Second time. They took a trip to in 2008. Okay. Me. Yeah, so this will mark, for those who are listening and not watching, I'm going to read this. This will mark just the second time in the show's history that it has visited an HBCU. College game, they took a trip to Tallahassee in 2008 when Florida A&M fam, you hosted Hampton University in a matchup of the two schools in a MEAC. College game, they opened up a 2021 season broadcasting from the MIAC SWAC Challenge. So second time. That's dope. That's dope. That's yeah, real uh, dope, man. I got y'all tap into that. Y'all tap yeah. into that. Um, man, that's it. That's it for the um the football news. But we got some questions, man. We're gonna answer some of these questions from Lane Westerfield. Does the coach moving from Ryan to Ellinger midseason have a positive or negative effect on the locker room, or is it just business as usual? Hmm. So I, I, I feel like with these questions, it always depends on the locker room. Depends on on because every every you know people always make over you know arching uh, comments and stuff about locker rooms, but every locker room is different. Every locker room, you know, it's a lot of similarities in them, but there's a lot of differences in each locker room. Even sometimes with the same team, every year it's a new locker room. And obviously with the Colts, it's been a new quarterback every year. And I, I was never really a part of a part of that. My, my last few years of the Colts, we had a lot of different quarterbacks. But for the most majority of my career, it was like stability at that position, which is important, I think, to have stability at that position. But um, changing midseason – I never like midseason changes, honestly, with coaches, with quarterbacks, but it is a part of the business. Whether it's injury, whether it's performance, it's part of the business. So I guess my answer would be without being in that locker room, knowing if it's going to be positive or negative, I would definitely say it's business. As usual, as usual, quarterback getting benched, it's a little different. Yeah. You don't don't see that as much, a quarterback. Yeah. Um, See a corner, linebacker. Safety, something, but yeah, I don't know. What's your what's your thoughts on this? I I guess I'm gonna um, say negative. Then I'm gonna say negative. Fuck okay. it. You say negative? I'm gonna say negative, just in the sense of it, because it's like, all right, it was so much excitement about bringing Matt Ryan in, right? Uh, for you know, for the young guy, everybody in that locker room knows who that guy is. They know, yeah. you know, former MVP, been in Super Bowl. Like, all right, this is our guy. We got a new quarterback moving on for wins, whatever, whatever. And then halfway through the season. We going to Sam. Sam been in the building. They know him better than any of us do. But he was a third string quarterback a month ago. So if you are a let's say a Pro Bowl player on that team, you trying to go make a deep playoff run. The likelihood of y'all making a deep playoff run, if you've been around the NFL, you know has dropped significantly. And just in reality, now he can go out here and shock the world, and y'all go win the damn Super Bowl. So I would just say, in reality, it, it's a it's it's gonna have a, a negative impact. In my opinion, it's, it's negative. So, but it's a different locker room. So, who knows what you think? Yeah. I, I don't think it would be a. I don't think it's a positive. I don't know if it's a positive or negative effect. You know what I'm saying? I just think it's a. As because as a player, you in the locker room, you know, like, all right, we need to we need to change somewhere. Like we're not playing our best ball. We need to change somewhere. Mm-hmm. We need to shift mm-hmm. somewhere. Um, and like you said, Sam, he's been in that locker room. I'm pretty sure 
he's cool with the cat. So I, I yep. feel like the cats will be excited for him. Like, hey, Sam, you you getting your shot. You know what I mean? Of course, changing midseason at that position might not be the best, but because I know if I was in the, if I was in the locker room right now, I don't think I would feel I don't think I would feel good or bad about this move. It's one of the things like, all right, well, we're gonna see what we're gonna do this week. All right, so let's say you on a contract year. Let's say you balling. Yeah. You balling, you having a good year. And even with Matt having the year that he was having, you know, like, all right, this guy can be a good we should. It's like against Jacksonville, he had 42 completions. No Naheem Hines, no Jonathan Taylor, game winning touchdown throw. Like, so you can, he still got some game in him. You can see the turnaround. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's just for me. I ain't tripping on contract yet. You say I'm balling shit. All right. I, I want to win. You like, want to be on a winner, though. You huh? want to be on a winner coming on, on a cut. You're hitting the market. You want to be coming from a winning team. Bro, if my numbers are crazy, I need to. If my numbers were crazy, D but I ain't saying crazy. I'm just saying you having a solid year. You having a good year. If you having a good year with a team that go to the AFC Championship, yeah, you have that same year with a team that wins eight games. You probably gonna get a better. It's gonna be a better situation for you being in that NFC Championship game. You're gonna have more eyes and more people gonna see. More teams gonna see you. Yeah, I mean, evaluated yeah. all that stuff, man. Yeah. So. I, but oh, no, either man. way, I, I honestly feel like I don't think I would feel good or bad about this situation. Definitely depending mm-hmm. on what year I'm in. Like if I'm if I'm a, a vet, I'm definitely not feeling good or bad in this in this situation how it is right now. Right. I, so think sorry, I, don't, I don't know if we answered your question. Good yeah, question. No. That's a tough. One. <laughs> um, tough. Another one. From booster passes, is Harbaugh's coaching tenure tied to Lamar's success, or are they independent of one another? Same for Bowles and Brady. Shit, I think. I mean, Harbaugh been there for a long time, but uh, I think co- coach is always tied to that quarterback success. I think they kind of, yeah. That so I would say yes to both of those. And the re- a big reason why Bruce Arians gave, um, you know, retired and, and gave Bowles his job was because Tom Brady was there at quarterback. He didn't want to put him in a situation where, you know, he had another coaching opportunity and the quarterback stunk. Um, so I think uh, with Harbaugh, especially when you got a, a quarterback in his prime, you know, it's not like you know, Lamar is dead in his prime. So I think they are – I think they're tied together, but I, I believe Harbaugh has some leeway though as well. Nah. He's won the Super Bowl. He's built that culture, helped build that culture in that in that Ravens in Baltimore period, and with that owner beside him. So I'm sure he's got he's got some leeway. Bowles and Glazer, I don't I don't know what that relationship is between the owner and the head coach. So I'm not quite sure there, but I feel like that head coach is always tied to quarterback success. As you would say, situations are situational. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Harbaugh, I think Harbaugh is good there. Like, even if Lamar, even if they don't have success, I think I think Harbaugh will be straight there. Okay. Um, again, with Bowles, like you said, like, I'm not sure the relationship he has um, with the, you know, gym owner. Um, and then it's tough knowing that. Brady's in his last year for real, for real. So, like, how can you really evaluate that with Bowles and Brady? You know what I'm saying? Like, no. Yeah. Got to give him an opportunity to go get another quarterback. Yeah. Like, got to give him the opportunity. So, who's the backup now? Shit. My man Blaine over there. Blaine Gabbard. Blaine's still there. Okay. Mm hmm. Blaine's still there. So, I think. Where did, I, where did Trask, Kyle Trask, did he go there too? I think so. I think he did. Okay. All right, we got a couple. We got a couple quarterbacks on the roster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, another good question right here. A B D B. If you were this from GI Joe three one seven. A B D B. If you were GM, would you take the coach's wants over the team's needs? 
Hmm. Man, I'm going team needs. Hmm. Gotta give me an example here. I need an example. Coaches wants team needs. I feel like you know, as a coach in the gym, y'all just gotta be on the same page, man. Like you know, it's not all the time they all on the same page. So agree, agree, one thousand percent. But what would be an an example? Trying to think what would be a good example. Um, I know it happens. You know, so let's say in the draft, right? In the Mm -hmm. draft, you need to work. You need improvement. As a GM, you know, I, I need the work on the trenches. Mm-hmm. My O line, D line, I know that's where. If I want to be here long term, I know that's where we got to start at. We got to start in the trenches. Our trenches need to be good. But as a head coach, you like, man, I need some playmakers. You know what I mean? I need some guys that can that can make some plays. Like as a GM, I need to find me a, a, a Steph Diggs, a Jamar Chase, a. You know what I mean? I need these guys, okay. Playmakers. You are you are you a head coach, you're an offensive guy. You know, you know, you need playmakers to to win in this league. So as a GM, would you like, all right, I'm gonna I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm gonna go trenches, or am I gonna go with what my head coach said he he would rather have? I'm with your team needs. That's that's my job. The coach, the coach's job is is the coach. You know what I mean? Um shit is my job to, to put together to construct my team. How I see fit, and hopefully, ideally, you want the owner, the GM, and the head coach on the same page with yeah. how they want to build um, a team. Um, because we we've seen it; I, I've been a part of it personally, where I, you know the head coach and the GM not on the same page to the point where it's like free agency. You know, head coach, should we want to keep this guy in the building? I know what he brings to the team, to the locker room. The GM, like, nah, I don't want to pay him a million more, you know what I mean, to make to get the deal done. Or, you know, hey, GM saying this guy needs to be playing more and the coach like I'm not seeing what I need to see in practice. So uh you want guys on the same page and there's a lot yeah. of egos there. So it's tough tougher at times than others. But um yeah, good that's a great question, G.I. Joe, but I would agree with A B on that one. If I'm yeah. a GM, let's go team needs. It ain't always pretty, it ain't always a sexy pick. It may right. be Taking a tackle or a guard or you know a defensive end or something. Um, so yeah, that's a good question. I think uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with AB on that one. Nah, that's that's a great question. Great question. Um, she was gonna talk a little ball, man, but she ain't really get up out of here. Nothing to talk about. <laughs> D Buck gonna get up out of here as always. We appreciate y'all tapping in. Um, yeah, we should again. have a show for y'all this Saturday too, man. Yeah, yeah, this Saturday we can have a show for y'all this Saturday with our picks. Tone gonna get our records together, see where we at with the money line against the spread. You had a good week last week, huh? Yeah, uh, against like money line, I did money line. I did, okay. I, think I was like, I was 10 and three. Yeah, you had a good week. I could tell, I honestly, I ain't watched barely any football on Sunday. I ain't no Austin, Texas, man. Amazing, incredible time, great race, great experience. But the, I don't know if it was too many people in Austin. Yeah, the internet service the entire weekend was horrible. Trash. I had my iPad, um, was ready, had my Sunday ticket ready, had my even brought my own little uh hot spot just to be safe. None of that shit worked, so I had to kind of watch tape, watching all 22, honestly, on the back end. So I haven't got through it all, but um. Hopefully we have a better – well, hopefully I have a better week betting this week. Yeah. Uh, I did all right, but I ain't do good enough. I got We got to get on the heat. I got to get on the heater, man. I got to – it's that time of the year, and it's tough. It It, it is – it's, it's tough, tough right now in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Sheesh. Anybody yeah. having success out there, y'all got some tips. Send me some. I'm almost going to the point where I'm like just – fade myself season. Like, all right, it makes sense. Yeah, go there. Yeah, they're going to win. Yeah, Chargers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, fuck it. Go Seahawks. Nah, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough, man. And shout out to FanDuel. As yes, always, sir. official sponsor of the, of the pod. Yeah, man. Best, best sports book in the world. FanDuel sports book. Y'all holler. Hey, I did, have, I did make some money on some NBA parlays, though. I did make some money on those. And even the NBA at this point in the season, everybody kind of still figuring it out. 
But one of the safest, one of the safest, two of the safest people to bet on right now on parlays, points, rebounds, assists, that type of shit. Greek Freak and Luca. Yeah, <laughs> them, yeah. them, them, they gonna put up numbers every night. Uh, Harden kind of look like he back on his bullshit too, in a good way. But yeah. um, but yeah, man, be tapped in. Hopefully, a Lakers. You picked the Lakers to win the chip again this year, right? Nah. Oh. Now I watched them play oh. last night. That shit so doodle. Stink. Russ ain't played last night either, so who they got to blame it on now? Yeah, they ain't got. Russ probably in the locker room like, I told y'all. <laughs> I told y'all. I see somebody post. Might have been fair to actually post, you know, that uh, that little gif with uh, Shannon Sharp when he like pointing like. Uh-huh. Say Russ in the locker room right there like, yeah. Man, but man, hey, like like D Bus said, man, we gonna have a show for y'all this Saturday. Um, the pick show, let y'all know who we who who we like this weekend, this Sunday. Um, tell a friend and tell a friend. Subscribe, hit that like button. Yes, sir. Live again next Monday. I have a good one. We out. Peace.